Okay, so we've made it to episode number 11 of No Josh, and welcome back. If this is your first time, welcome to the podcast. This episode is going to be very important, and it's going to lead into my next episode. And basically, I'm going to lay out a lot of issues or problems that I see in society, and then in my final episode of season one, I'm going to lay out solutions to the problems that I mention in this episode. So if we're going to start anywhere, we're going to start with my background and my story into the political world and just kind of life in general. I was born and raised in a very conservative town, small town in Nebraska, and I was raised on family morals and a lot of other just small town conservative energy. And with that being said, I graduated from high school and most of my views and opinions were that of the conservative party. And then I came to college and I was introduced to so many different people and opinions and perspectives. And that's when my eyes were were really open to a lot of things in society because I was honestly kind of a little bit sheltered where I grew up. There wasn't a whole lot of different cultures and values than that of mine in which I was already like indoctrinated into. So it was hard for me to really open my mind to the other people's point of view. But once I was able to move to college, that's when my eyes were really starting to open to what's going on in society. So honestly, like my social views really kind of started to change more towards the left. I just started to realize that, yeah, from a social standpoint, there's a lot of things where humans should have the right to choose a lot of things. I mean, that's what makes America so special and getting involved in other people's like matters just isn't up to a lot of us. And I know I've mentioned this in a different episode, but like when I would come home from college, my parents were probably like, dang, he's turning into a liberal. And which like, I think that happens to a lot of kids when they go to college, they start to get their minds open to new ideas and perspectives. And they realize how messed up the world kind of is. But See, so I like went through college or whatever, and then coronavirus came. And at the start of coronavirus, I was very serious about it. I wore my mask everywhere. I was very diligent and such. And it honestly kind of like changed my life a lot. And I went through a lot of the pandemic through the summer into the fall kind of just listening to what's on the news and I didn't necessarily do my own research. But once we came into the fall time and I started to notice all these big politicians and celebrities were not wearing their masks and I started to, I just woke up to the fact that America was being misled about this virus. So then it started to make me like question and wonder other things that we've maybe been misled about. And I, I did a lot of research and 
I just came to the conclusion that it's not all sunshine and rainbows, unfortunately. And that's a big issue that needs to be addressed. And I've watched a few different Netflix documentaries that are very informative and they tell us these things right in front of our faces, but yet we choose not to do a lot of things about it. And I understand that that's just capitalism or maybe one justifies that, but in all reality, we can still have capitalism, but have the people be more informed and not misled about certain topics. Okay. For one, I'm going to start out with an issue because this is going to be a big thing moving forward in the future. I can already tell they're blowing it up on the news. It's about greenhouse gas emissions and global warming. Okay. If you do the research behind it, you will understand that society and all humans are being not necessarily lied to, but misled about the reasons and causes of global warming. Okay. The reason, the biggest reason why this is occurring is because of corporate fishing, the big companies that are out at sea fishing. I highly recommend the documentary Sea Spiracy on Netflix. And I know it has the word spiracy in it. I don't know why the director, the guy who did it, titled it that. But the film is very informative and it will show you on how much we are misled about global warming. And if Congress and the House, if they want to start implementing taxes on the people, this is something that we need to stand up for because I don't know if you guys remember the Boston Tea Party, but they were upset about the ridiculous taxes, okay? And if we are going to be misled about climate change, then that is something that we need to stand up for, especially if they impose higher taxes on us for it. Because guess what, guys? Most of those politicians, most of the people making these laws are flying around on their private jets, okay? Does that seem ethical? No. It really doesn't. The percent that humans cause for climate change is so minuscule compared to these huge companies, whether it be like manufacturing, whether it be Apple, Microsoft, or whether it be this corporate fishing that I'm talking about. Okay. But you driving your car to work, very minuscule. And I understand that there's like climate activists out there and such. And I think that's an important thing. Okay. But we, the people need to stand up to who the actual, like what the actual issue is and the people who are causing that. Okay. Cause I'm tired of seeing the 99% lose. I'm tired of it. That's what America was founded on. But unfortunately due to capitalism, a small percentage of people are actually in control. And that's just the way the system's kind of like evolved into, but it's an issue that it needs to be solved in my opinion. And I know I've kind of like went over this before, but one of my favorite classes in college, what well, has been my favorite class is the history and science of oil. And I learned about John D. Rockefeller. Very important, okay? 
If you want to understand most of the United States of America, you need to learn about John D. Rockefeller. John D. Rockefeller is one of the best business magnets to ever walk this planet. And the amount of greed and control this guy had is ridiculous. So he started the Standard Oil Company and he got bigger, bigger, bigger. And eventually the government had to break it down into subsidiaries, like smaller companies, the Seven Sisters. But anyways, John D. Rockefeller had so much money that he then took that money and he started the pharmaceutical industry because petroleum is used in the pharmaceutical industry. That's important. And I don't think that is necessarily the right thing to do. I mean, yeah, you might have a lot of money and such, but knowing that he founded it and most of the research has to go along with what his organization decides is kind of a scary thing. It just makes you wonder because there's a lot of people who are reliant on the pharmaceutical industry and they become dependent on it. And there's a lot of different companies making a lot of different money throughout that whole process. So personally, I think that capitalism in America, it's brought on a divide and conquer method to stay ahead of the 99% or the 99.99%. And what I mean by that is that they control society through a few different factors. One of the most important being debt. Most people are slaves or what I would consider slaves to banks because if you have a, if you have money outstanding to them, you are almost their slave in my opinion. And they've really, really gotten big. Personally, I think it's gotten big because of, well, two reasons. The instant gratification and the college thing. And by college thing, I mean, basically they have indoctrinated this idea that you're going to go to college and then you're investing money and then it's going to pay off in the end. But what a lot of people of our generation is figuring out is that Maybe college isn't the best investment. You might go into a lot of debt and it might take a long time to pay off. And then on top of that, we have the instant gratification thing. There's so many people behind on their credit card loans or their credit card payments. And it's almost like the, I don't know if you ever heard the saying, keeping up with the Joneses, but people are trying to have the most lavish lifestyle, the nicest things. And a big reason why that's became more popular is because that's what our influencers are pushing. That's what you see most of the famous people driving around on. Most of the people that are idolized nowadays in society have a lot of money and a lot of things to show off. And that's the lifestyle that most people are chasing. So that's a big one, debt. Another reason I think that society is controlled and possibly depressed and always lack energy to address these issues is through the food. There's only a few different companies that have 
a major stake at the food in which society eats. And on top of that, most of that food is not very good for us. And it's actually banned in most other countries. So that's not good. And a big thing is the food that you're putting in your body is the energy in which you are going to be giving off and the energy that's going to your mind, the thoughts that you're going to have, whether they be happy, sad, whatever you're thinking about. And it's also the fuel that you have throughout the day. So the better you eat, better energy, the more energy you're probably going to have. And that's a good thing, you know? Like it's a good thing to wake up in the morning and want to get something done. Go be like, do something you're another day, another breath. That's the way I like to look at it. Be grateful for it. Another way they divide us. And this is a big one and it's through music. So XXX, he's a rapper that's known by a lot of. Millennials, Gen Z's, maybe the millennials don't know too much about him. But anyways, he has an interview out there that's really big and it talks about the frequencies in which these big Hollywood companies provide us music and they have the complete power and control to control our thoughts and emotions. And if you think about it, most of us, like we, Music is this outlet for us and it actually releases dopamine and serotonin from a scientific standpoint, but humans are able to relate to music and they enjoy that feeling. And with that, it has the complete power to control a lot of their life, their thoughts, their emotions. I've talked about this in other episodes. A lot of what they encourage is getting rich, doing drugs, drinking alcohol, sex, and at what point do we stop? I mean, I was walking through college campus and there were probably 12, 13 year olds, maybe riding on their bikes downtown. And what they were listening to is just rap, you know, like when I was that little, I was not listening to that music, but it just keeps getting indoctrinated, indoctrinated younger and younger. And I do not think that's good because another big thing is like, they talk a lot about selfishness instead of selflessness and that's a big no-no from me anyways because we weren't sent to this earth to be selfish most definitely not music is a big one and i truly do think that um entertainment though hollywood i just saw that the oscars ratings came out and they plummeted 58 percent from the previous year and that's like the worst ever i didn't watch the oscars i don't think i've ever necessarily watched the oscars but hollywood is a pretty much a big scam and the level of pedophilia that goes on out there is disgusting and i can't believe we just like keep giving these people endless support and another big thing is like People might be like, oh, well, they're just movies or they're just shows and stuff like that. But what those television, like what those programs are doing is programming you into a certain reality or like certain thoughts and opinions towards subjects. 
And a lot of things that entertainment industries normalize is just not necessarily good for society, in my humble opinion. Entertainment fails to address a lot of the issues that we are actually facing in society. And one of the biggest things with entertainment is the fact of the news. The news is what creates our reality on a daily basis. It's the stories we talk about. And it's what also creates most of the hatred, tension, and divide in our country. Let me go back a little bit. I mentioned earlier I was very serious about COVID at the beginning. And then I understood that we were being misled about the numbers. And it absolutely blows my mind that this propaganda has been going on my whole life and probably will continue to go on until humans take a stand for it. But if you do your own research, you'll understand and you'll probably never want to watch the news again until there's serious change. But most people don't, I didn't understand this. Like I enjoyed watching the news as a kid and then even into college, but now I don't ever watch the news. I would say probably six months ago, maybe. I sometimes get updates on Twitter from some of my friends, but it's mainly just a distraction. And another big thing is the, the racial divide stories and all this tension that they're creating. They leave out a lot of key facts for most of the actual issues at stake. I mean, Americans are being encouraged to burn down cities to cause chaos, cause a lot of issues in the streets. And that's really sad because our First Amendment gives us the right to peacefully protest and a lot of politicians and influencers are leading these people to believe that riots are okay and they're not. And then another scary thing with control is the amount of say that big tech has in censoring people. Donald Trump is not allowed on any social media. And that should kind of about tell it for you guys. Now, whether or not Donald Trump's actually in it for the good of the people, because I don't know, he's friend, he was friends with Epstein. He probably had a good idea of what was going on, but I guess we'll find out in the near future. But Donald Trump is banned from everything. And that's just nuts. Like, he has no way to get his word out to anyone unless he creates his own app. But if you question the narrative or anything that the news outlets put out there, they label you as a conspiracy theorist. Okay. Edward Snowden, he's another big person that really kind of inspired me and woke me up to a lot of the things that are going on in America and it's not okay. 
I was with one of my friends last night and I, our phones were completely off. Okay. Like not completely off, but we weren't on them. They weren't open or anything like that. Okay. And I say to him, yeah, if you invested a hundred dollars in a Dogecoin two years ago, then you probably have about 10 grand right now. And I kid you guys not when I went on Instagram later that night, that was the first thing that popped up on my discover page was a post of a girl saying, look, I turned a hundred dollars into 10 grand. Now you guys tell me, is that an infringement of rights? And you know exactly what I'm talking about. That's why you need to be careful with the things you do and say, because it's all in the cloud, all of it. And if you want to know more about that, I highly recommend that you watch the social dilemma on Netflix. And if you played a part with the algorithm and all of the things written in the terms and conditions, just so you could make more money. I don't know. That's, that's something that you're going to have to live with and making humans more aware to it would be a good thing to do. And there's a few people in the social dilemma who are coming out against the algorithm and the amount of data tracking and just have humans know their rights. I know California, you can opt out of it, which is a good thing. But, and the reason why they're able to do that is because 9-11 occurred and the Patriot Act was signed and then voila, all these big companies, Apple, Microsoft, Snapchat, Twitter, they all sign deals with the NSA or the government and all that data that is collected in mind is sent to them and they know everything. So do with that as you will. And I mean, here's the thing though. We didn't even have a say in that. We really didn't. And I know our politicians are supposed to, supposed to like vote the way that people would, but I feel like that is something that us humans should get to decide as a democracy. You know, like we should vote on that. Props to Edward Snowden. I think he's an American patriot. I think that he should stay free. And I hope there's more people that come out like him because people like JFK died to get more awareness out to society. And I think change is just due in the near future. And I think that there will be a lot more love. I think people will be a lot more happy. I think people will not have to do unnatural mind altering things as much because the overall level of happiness will be higher, but we'll have to see. And people are going to have to lead change and they're going to have to be committed to it. And there's a lot of people like, Another big thing too is our rappers 
leave us signs and clues to especially a lot of the younger generation about how messed up things really are. And Kanye West is super big on like the masters thing right now. You know, most of the people, like the characters that we know as rappers and such are basically corporate slaves to the entertainment industry. And they do as they're told. And notice how that none of the top songs in the world are like positive songs. And at a certain point, we got to stop feeding our youth that energy because look what it's done to millennials and Gen Zs. Another big thing is just like doing your own research. I learned that this past year is finding things that mainstream media does not talk about because there are five big companies that control 90% of the media that we consume. And that right there should tell you that it already is biased and they do have a lot of control on the narrative that creates the reality in society. And just look at the amount of tension, tension and hatred growing in our country. At a certain point, it either comes to war between the people in which that is the last thing I want because they are the people that have the most in common. Okay. The issue is the controlling group right now. And we are going to come up with solutions in the next episode, but I am very proud to be an American because I am able to voice my opinions and my concerns and I am able to peacefully protest. I will never take my rights for granted and you shouldn't either. And you should speak your opinion in your voice because you have that right. And I'm going to dive deep into this in the second episode, but be a part of the solution, not the problem. Thank you guys for listening. I will catch you guys next week.